Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you are all having an absolutely wonderful day today. We've got a lot of stories together for you, but first off, I just wanted to make sure and remind everybody, if you wanted to, the last day of the Gastrogest Digestive Enzyme on sale for products of the week. Will be today, you know, tomorrow it changes and it looks like the HGH Stimulate is winning pretty strong. Be sure to go on the website and vote for what you want to see win. Also, too, in other news, I want to start off with because I found this to be very strange. I don't know if it's because the World Health Organization is getting blowback or because they're trying to damper the aggression and the irritation and basically the non-compliance that they're starting to see all across the country. And I'm going to get dad's input on this in a second too. But the World Health Organization just came out early this morning and said they are rejecting a COVID vaccine passport for travel because they have doubts over the efficacy of the injections as well as the equity concerns. They said, we as the WHO are saying at this stage, we do not want to see vaccine passports required for entry or exit, and we are not certain at this stage that the vaccine even permits transmission. There are all those other questions apart from the question of discrimination against people who are not able to have the vaccine and many others the who previously rejected the coronavirus passport a few weeks ago, but basically then kind of stopped pushing that narrative and now they're basically going back to this again and saying that they do not support nor do they want a vaccine passport now you already know the world health organization right in bed with the cdc right in bed with the united nations right in bed with the imf all these guys are interconnected there's no question that's gone into that detail before so why the change of heart all of a sudden in my opinion and this is just my opinion on this until we find out more i think they're trying to damper the blow I think a lot of individuals, basically, in essence, were getting smacked in the face with this vaccine passport, and we don't like it. We're not going to accept it, and we're not okay with it. The FBI now came out yesterday and said that basically if anybody tries to fabricate CDC-stamped vaccine passports, it is actually a crime because they are impersonating a CDC document. I kid you not, because they said there is a huge influx of people selling CDC vaccine passport stamps, you know, the papers they had, on social media and online. So I guess, you know, the FBI... It's they got so much stuff going on right now. You know, they got to make sure that people get their vaccine and they got to make sure that protesters at the Capitol are being charged. You know, all that stuff like child trafficking and child sex porn and pedophilia. You know, that, you know, that's just nah, that's guys. We don't want to have time for that right now. We got to make sure people are not making copies of a vaccine passport from the CDC. That is our main goal at the FBI right now. Obviously, I'm being grossly sarcastic because these clowns are showing their true colors on what their priority is. So with the WHO doing this, with the FBI coming out and saying that you know they're going to charge people with a crime if they get caught with a fake one, and now you have basically Boris in the U.K., who's he's just pretty much going far left now. They're saying that the immunity certificates will be a feature of our lives until the threat of the coronavirus has passed. Now, I think it's pretty clear to say and pretty obvious that this COVID is never going to go away unless we make it go away. I saw an article earlier today and it was talking about the top 20 
top 20 most, uh, as far as worst affected cities right now. And every single one of them were full blue democratically led cities. And even the cases that we're starting to see now, you know, we're starting to see still hundreds of deaths every single day in the United States due to COVID is what they're saying. Well, by the way, if nobody realizes this, there's 850 suicides every single day in the United States. So you have a higher chance of killing yourself now than you do dying from COVID. And again, those numbers were always fabricated from the very beginning. And ironically enough, Florida is like at the very bottom of that list as far as COVID deaths. And we have been open since September last year. Yeah, kind of blows the narrative out of the water. But what do you think that you think that the who is basically backtracking this vaccine passport now because they're trying to slow down such the uh, negative negative publicity it's starting to get now? What do you think? Uh, excellent article. Excellent summary, Austin. What's happening, in my opinion, with all of this is, is this new world order is having a problem. Uh, they really are. Uh, they're having too much blowback and too much pushback from the general population with the vaccine passports. In other words, what they do, and we've talked about this before on the show, is everything's based upon data bots on the Internet and the worldwide web traffic. Now, please, everybody listen to me. This is really important. You know, when we in aggregate say, no, we're not going to do a passport, no, we're not going to do a mask, no, we're not going to travel, and we send that out to our friends or we forward the Ted and Austin Brower show or any other show that you'd like that's telling you the truth. And you start doing this and you start having a ground roots movement where 10 send it to 10 to send it to 10 to send it to 10. And also there's hundreds of millions, if not billions of people getting this information. Suddenly they've got to stop because the algorithms and the data points on the chart show that there's going to be massive, massive pushback. People now are being taken off planes because two-year-olds aren't basically wearing masks. That happened just the other day in which the flight attendant was then escorted off by the police because they refused to allow the plane to take off unless these people got off the plane and they had everybody in the plane get off. So people in aggregate are pushing back now. This is what we have to do. We've got to continue to say no. Uh, how about H-E double sticks, no. <laughs> I don't like talking like that. But you got to be that blatant with these guys. you got to say, no, this isn't going to happen. We're not going to listen to this. We're not going into the new world order. We're not going to allow you to drag us into a ditch you know, for all eternity and say goodbye to the United States of America and say goodbye to the world. This is a culmination of a long-term, multi-thousand-year plot that's been developing throughout you know, our recorded history. And we have to understand this is where it's taking us. They started this back in Genesis chapter 6. God looked down at the timeline, saw that it was bad because he's outside of time space. He's not in our timeline. And he basically flooded the entire planet and got rid of all of this Nephilim fallen angel DNA. They're doing the same thing all over again. There's nothing new under the sun. You have to go back into ancient history and start seeing these ancient structures that have been built. And who built these structures and the pyramids and all the rest of it. And you have to understand that this Kabbalism and the Talmudism and the Buddhism and the communism and the Masonic lodges, that they're all based out of ancient Druidic Canaanite religion, paganism. That's what they are. It's all put together in the Zohar. And, you know, you've got to go back to Genesis chapter 6 again. When you have 200 fallen angels come down, they start teaching spells and witchcraft to humans. And how to control the fabric of time space. Humans were too young 
too immature to understand any of this stuff without going to this dark side of it. Look, look at Mount Hermon in Lebanon. You have ancient temples still there. Some of the altar stones on these temples are 18, 20 feet tall, and they're saying that Adam and Eve were probably 18 to 14 feet tall themselves when they were created. They were huge because they were created in the image of God. And we have to understand that all of this stuff that was revealed to these people back on this planet in the very beginning was basically given to them prematurely. They didn't need to have it. They simply didn't have to have it. We've got a satellite that's in a polar orbit above the Earth. It's called the Dark Night Satellite. Can't even make this stuff up. And it's up there. It's 22,000 miles up. It's approximately 35,000 years old. And nobody talks about it. We all pretend like it didn't exist, <laughs> that it's not there. And we've actually been to it, supposedly, in the space shuttle and looked at it and said, wow, what is that? So where did that come from? Look at Saudi Arabia. Look at Yemen. You have obsidian glass there that basically can only come from volcanic eruptions. Then you have other glass there that's basically called trinonite, which is from like nuclear glass, from nuclear explosions. So when did all that happen? Has it been in our lifetimes? Was it all part of the pre-Adamic race? Was it all part of the ancient energy fields that were established and constructed around the planet? Was it, where, where, where did it all come from? you got the pyramids that are anywhere from twelve to 16,000 years old. And let's not even forget about the labyrinth, which some people say has been discovered that the Egyptian folks have covered it up, which is north of one of the pyramid complexes, which is approximately 1,600 to 3,000 rooms underground. I mean, where in the world did that thing come from? And or is it really there? Are they still covering that up? So we've got to look at all of the stuff that's happened in the past. We have to realize that, you know, God basically lives you know, in an eternal now. He's just always outside of time space. We try, have to try to wrap our heads around that. You know, it's interesting this morning. I was looking at one of Tillis's quotes, and, and Twillis, Tillis is absolutely brilliant. And I want to read this to you because it's really good. He goes, he was a German philosopher born, I think, in the late 1880s. He goes, here's a quote from him. I am at the beginning and the end. This is said to us who live in bondage of time, who have to face the end, who cannot escape the past, who need a present to stand upon. Each of the modes of time has its particular mystery. Each of them carries its particular anxiety. Each of them drives us to the ultimate question. There is one answer to these questions, the eternal. There is one power that surpasses the all-consuming power of time, the eternal. He who was and is and is to come, the beginning and the end. He gives us forgiveness for what is past. He gives us courage for what is to come. He gives us rest in his eternal presence. See, this is what we have to understand. So when you see people like the WHO, organizations like that, who are saying no more vaccine passport, that's because we're having massive rebellion and pushback. The algorithms and the beta testing and all the things that are happening now, they've seen this before in the past. They've seen this all the way back to Genesis chapter 6, and they know that human beings can only be pushed so far. And now they've got themselves a problem, don't they? Because Christians who are in covenant with the Most High God – are finally waking up and saying, you know what? Uh, how about we don't close up for Easter? How about we don't close up, you know, for the celebration of Jesus' birth for Christmas? How about we don't do any of that? How about you guys go pound salt? How about no? The answer is no. The answer is no. And then we have this other problem, don't we, Austin? Two or three or four or five or six hundred million guns in the United States that say, hey, how about we don't want to go to the concentration camp? How about we don't want to get on the boxcar? We don't want to have you haul us off on a train. How about 
we don't want to step into your guillotine. How about you go pound salt? How about we give you the gun empty? How about that? See, and that's what they're getting now. They're getting all of these pushbacks from all of the Christians who are saying, we don't want to go quietly down the dark hallway of senile dementia from all of the mercury that you've put into these vaccines to destroy our mental function. We don't want to have to deal with children the rest of our life who've been brain damaged because you've told us to inject them with mercury and dead fetal cells. We don't want to do any of this stuff anymore. We've all had enough. So now enough people are getting out there who are waking up saying, look, I'm proud I'm black. I'm proud I'm Hispanic. And hey, guess what? I am proud I'm white. Woo! Can't say that. And so we have all of these people out there saying, hey, look, God don't make junk. And God makes us in his image. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And because of the Internet, because of this new Gutenberg press that we've been given that was supposed to be used to enslave us, we now have the ability at this point still to communicate on a show like this and tell you no. How about no? How about no, I'm not going to do this? How about no, I'm not going to wear a mask? I have a good friend of mine, a neighbor. His name's Mike. And he said to me today, he said, well, make sure you wear your mask to the count to the city meeting today because we're having a big city meeting today at 4 o'clock that we're going to go protest at. And I said, there will be no masks. <laughs> there just won't be well, – I won't be wearing a mask. If I have to wear a mask to go talk in the meeting, I'm just not going to go in. I'm going to lodge a complaint and I'm going to leave. That's all I'm going to do because I will not be turned into a peasant, to an animal. The top cabalists of these weirdos already believe that we are soulless creatures who they could defraud like we're a dog. Like you don't feed a dog one day and you say, okay, no big deal. The dog didn't get fed that day. That's how they see us. So if they want to cheat us in a deal, they cheat us in a deal. These cabalists were run out of Europe multiple times because they were – using blood sacrifices of humans and children in their worship ceremonies. And the people in these countries found out about that and ran them out over a 100 times. Hey, get out of our country, you bunch of weirdos. We don't want you here. But yet we still have Jeffrey Epstein, don't we? We still have him and all these girls, these thousand or so girls that he trafficked. Is it, where did they all go? Where are they? Where are the thousand girls that he trafficked? Where would they go? Why haven't more come forward? Why are there only a few dozen of them coming forward? What happened to the rest of them? Were they strapped into the dentist chair in his palace, in his penthouse, in his mansion, the dentist chair that was in his bathroom? I don't know. Were they sacrificed on the altar stone of his temple on his island? I don't know. I know that some people are now saying that he actually forced people to watch him rape young children threaten to feed them to alligators, all kinds of other crazy stuff that's coming out about that weirdo, sicko, Kabbalist, who was a, how should I say this, an employee of Mossad. Come on, guys. It's always the same people. It's always this druidic group, this group that's been running around since Genesis chapter 6, the same group that was taught by the fallen angels to do all these crazy things, the, quote, bloodline families that were put here to enslave the rest of the planet that are doing all of this, and that's why we as humans and we as Christians and we, we as followers of Christ, of the Most High God, through Jesus and through all things that are held together, have to resist. So yes, Austin, I believe that's why the who's backing off. And they also know this. They also know that people simply won't travel. 
I won't. I won't get on a plane and fly to Europe if I've got to wear a mask and I've got to be treated like a doggone peasant, like some type of lowlife, like some type of animal you got to put on a leash. I'm not going to do it. Just how about I just stay at home? How about that? And they're starting to see that. They're pushing it too fast. They're pushing the narrative too fast, and they've got to let it have a time to, how should I say, percolate. Remember, there was a huge pushback when they started putting fluoride, which is rat poison, which is a neurotoxin, into our water in 1946. After they found out at Dachau that you could use it to make people servile and infertile, people didn't want to have that happen to the point that Stanley Kubrick actually did a movie about it. and basically had the world come to an end because of fluoride, because of what it was doing to the people. Yeah, we've talked about that too, haven't we? So always remember, you have freedom. It was given to you by God. You know, Our Constitution reinforced it in the United States. Look at England. Get out, peasants! You can't celebrate Easter. Get out. You'll be fined and put in jail if you try to celebrate Easter. Yeah, that just happened, guys. Tell me what they're going to do. I'll tell you what they've already done. That's the extent of their resolve. So we have to have the same resolve against them, and that's why the World Health Organization, which is a product of the United Nations, which is a product of the League of Nations, which is a product of the Rothschild banking cartel from the Balfour Declaration from World War One is backing off. Why? Too much, too soon, too fast. But guys, don't let them cook you like the frog and get you used to stuff and back off. They push it back off, push it back off, push it back off. And every time they change the center point to force us into more draconian legislation, don't allow them to do this to you. Continue to stand firm because you are a free human being. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you are in covenant with the, whole, with the most high God who basically resides in the eternal now. <sighs> also, what do you think, bud? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's not the time now to let off. It's the time now to stay buried in the throttle. This is where we are right now. We have to show them the resolve that we're going to stand on and we're not going to comply with this because there's also probably another high probability. I've, I've said this and so is that. It's a high probability over the next six months to a year to another year, they're going to try to have some type of other false flag event, whether it's another virus, whether it's another event. I don't know. Yep. But it's highly, highly likely they're going to do this. Why? Because the narrative from COVID is starting to fall off drastically. Even people that aren't really even awake, even people that pretty much aren't that versed, should I say, in a lot of the stuff that's going on worldwide. A lot of people are still like, dude, I'm done with this. I'm over with it. Like, this, is, this has just gotten out of hand. This is clearly not the thing we need to be worried about anymore. And so what's happening is now they're going to have to back off. Remember, this is what, they, they, what they've done with gun laws. You've watched they do it. That's why I'm so adamant about zero compromising on gun laws, period. Noncompliance with illegal, unconstitutional demands from tyrants. They push a little bit, they push a little bit, they push real, real hard, they push more, and then they back off. But they never back off to the same place they started. They'll take 10 steps forward and 8 steps back. They'll take 10 more steps forward and they'll take 6 steps back. And they'll do that super slow, little bit by little bit by little bit by little bit by little bit. And all of a sudden you wake up and you go, wow, we, we, have, we can't even buy automatic machine guns now made after 1986 in the civilian market. Wow, that was... That was almost 35 years ago now. How did that happen? Oh, oh, 2030 shows up if we actually put up with this. Oh, man, we can't even go buy AR-15s or magazines anymore. Wow, a, dollar, a round of 5.56 is now $15 with the taxes on it. Wow, 
How, how do we get here? And that's exactly how they do it, and it's exactly what they're doing right now. Estimates are upwards of 412 to 660 million. That's the estimate of how many firearms are in the U.S. market right now. A lot of which, and I know numerous people, which you can legally do, you can get lower 80% receivers and mill them out yourself with no serial number. There's nothing illegal about that whatsoever. You can make your own homemade firearm. You don't have to register it. There's no registration mandate in the United States, especially if you live in a free state like Texas or Florida. So there's 412 to 660 million firearms in the United States. That means pretty much, I think there's roughly 120 to 130 million firearm owners. So on average, that means every single firearm owner in the United States has anywhere between four to six firearms. That's 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 not good odds for anybody that wants to take over the United States. I'll be honest with you. That is the highest amount of odds of any country in the entire world. Hence why they have not been able to push us even harder. I told you when I saw that video over the weekend yesterday, the the Polish Catholic Church in the United Kingdom over in London, law enforcement comes up there, takes the podium, says this is an unlawful gathering. You have to go home now on Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday in London kicks them out of their Polish Catholic church that you have to go home. This is an unlawful assembly. And the people did it. That's what boggled my mind. It's a private church. You are a private citizen. You do not have to comply with unlawful demands. And I'm with dad tonight. But I'm I'm probably going to get pretty militant in there if they try to make me wear a mask in the city commissioner meeting. I'll be honest with you. They've been trying to do stuff, and they've done stuff over the last couple years that I'm absolutely diametrically opposed to, and I've had enough of it now. The thing is there's no mandate in Florida. There's no requirement in Florida, and this isn't a private business, and there's no mandate in Polk County. So they're going to have a hard time any type of legitimate, lawful reason to throw you out for not wearing a mask. So I will not wear a mask, and I already have lined up what I'm going to say at the meeting. Meeting once it's my time to speak my voice. And we have to continue to do the best we can with all of the situations that we're confronted with. Because compliance, submission, is not an option anymore. We've done that in this country long enough. And it's obviously not worked. I mean, you just have to look at the current day and age in 2021 right now, and you get a real eyeful of realizing submission and compliance has been one of the worst things the United States has ever done, especially this this tolerant everybody has to be inclusive. Speaking of inclusive, cross-dressing, homosexual individuals, Richard Levine, the Biden Department Health of Human Services Secretary now, has now come out yesterday and did an interview, and he's extremely upset, and he's now going after all of the bills that ban young people from accessing drugs such as puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, transgender surgeries, as well as bans against males competing in women's sports, as he calls them all extremely challenging to see. Richard Levine was born as a male, and he's decided now he wants to look and dress like a female. And on top of that, he has made it his agenda as a Secretary of Health and Human Services, which I I have a hard time grasping that concept. You have somebody that has a mental disorder that's a known cross-dressing pervert that now has been appointed to be the Secretary of Health and Human Services. I'm sorry. I I still to this day have a hard time even understanding how the entire American populace actually deals with this. I I can't deal with it. That's why I have no respect for this clown whatsoever. They used to have terminology in the DSM-4, the Manual for Psychological Disorders, and you had different disorders for people that thought they were different genders. 
gender dysphoria. This is not a joke. This is not an accident. This is a very, very well-known, well-addressed, well-researched mental disorder. When an individual thought they were a different gender, they were confused and they had a psychological disorder and it was classified as that. It's now been removed out of that book, I think in the DSM-5 when it came out last time. And now they basically say it's not a mental disorder, even though it's been classified as that for decades upon decades upon decades. This is why they're trying to do it. They want to push this agenda. This is why this pervert cross-dresser, Richard Levine, is so upset that puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones and transgender surgeries are not available to minors, teenagers, and adolescents now. Now, it doesn't take somebody that even is extremely ethical or moral to realize it's probably not a good idea for an eight-year-old boy who's not really sure about his entire aspect of functioning in this big world to go in and say, you know what, guys, I want you to start injecting me with estrogen and cut off my penis. I'm eight years old. I think I should go do that. It would be like the same child going in there and saying, you know what, doc? My ankle's a little twisted. I fell off my bike. Can you just amputate my knee from, you know, my leg from the knee down because my ankle hurts? The doctor's going to go, you're nuts, son. Where's your parents at? Get out of here. We got to get your parents. This is crazy. But yet the same concept with their genitals and supposedly this revolutionary task that they're doing now they need to be commended for. You kidding me? What are, what are we in the retard twilight zone now? This is actually supposed to be okay? We're supposed to accept this? This is supposed to be generally normal accepted practices in the United States? No. No, it's not. It's not okay at all. And this is what this pervert Richard Levine is trying to push now. She's called it a health equity issue. It's about fairness and equality and specifically health equality, which is part of my portfolio. And I don't see any risk in terms of politicization politicization of this issue. This guy's a full-blown pervert, and he's trying to force his political, perverted, sadistic agenda on the youth of this country. My friends, my health master's family, keep your children protected. From predators like this. These type of individuals are predators. And in most cases, from what I have seen, they are strong, heavy, aggressive pedophiles as well. We've already seen these things occur over and over and over again. Remember the judge that was one of the main donors for supporting the group cross-dressers or the drag queen story hour, excuse me, the libraries. Remember how he got arrested a couple weeks ago? for possession of like 27 counts of child sexualization and pedophilia and sexual abuse on children and young boys, all these videos. Remember that? Yeah, that's just gotten scrubbed, hadn't it? When you didn't hear anything about that in the mainstream media. Few people even heard about it on this show. They're like, Ollie, I didn't know about that. I said, yeah, look it up. Hmm. Interesting when you start tying two and two together. Be very careful of what your children are exposed to in this day and age because it is a war on their very souls right now because if they can get their minds and pollute and pervert them at such a young age, it is very difficult for them to come back from this by the time they end up being young adults. It's very difficult. That's why you see these kids now walking around, pink hair, don't even know what they are, boy or girl. You can't tell. I've seen them too. I've seen them. Long hair, short hair, piercings, they're so gender neutralized, you're like, uh, sir, ma'am, he, she, I don't even know, and I'm not even trying to be rude or disrespectful, I don't even know what you're supposed to be, you're doing such a good job of being neutral, but see, that's what they have done to the generation, they don't want to have alpha males, they don't want to have strong females, they don't want to have anybody that can support 
a Christian patriot agenda in this country and maintaining a strong moral basis. They don't want that. Think about it. If you pervert a kid at such a young age that he can't even figure out where to go urinate, whether it's in the women's bathroom, whether it's the girls' bathroom, what how he identifies, what if he's bisexual or he's been with guys and he's been with girls. And I've, I've heard all this now. Oh, he he's only messed around with a couple guys. He's not gay. Excuse me? No. No, no, we're not, I'm not even going to go there right now, but don't even tell me this right now, that this is where we're supposed to normalize. This is what they're trying to do to confuse the generation. So when they start getting older, 18, 19, 20 years old, they're going to care less about maintaining a constitutional republic, and they're sure as heck not going to care about maintaining their Second Amendment rights or their rights to worship God freely, because quite frankly, they're not going to care about God, guns, or life, or liberty, or anything. All they're going to be concerned about is pushing their idiot political agenda like, we need to get rid of Mr. Potato Head because it's offensive, and Dr. Seuss is offensive too. We should get rid of all that. But hey, you want to do drag queen story hour with grown men dressing up as females, telling children how they need to be cross-dressers? That's totally inclusive, bro. You need to be okay with that. No, not okay with that under any circumstances at all. What do you think, then? You know, Austin, uh, man, that's just the whole – that whole that whole content there, you could do ten shows off what you just discussed. Levine is basically, you know, a cabalist in my opinion. It really, he really is. I mean, because they push the transgender stuff. There's, that's where this is all coming from. Back, that's why I covered that in the beginning with all of these different Canaanite religions and the root work. They believe that God's a hermaphrodite. I've covered this a hundred times, and they really believe that human beings are hermaphroditic, and they're pushing that agenda whether you want to or not. And again, it's like you just said earlier. They give you 10 steps towards it, and they back off five steps. That's what who just did because they can't push the narrative that far. They can't have a paradigm shift to that level you know, in the general population. So they're doing it little by little by little with the children because they know that it may take 20, 30 years. Because remember, these things, these entities, whatever they are, they live apparently for thousands and thousands of years. So if it takes 20 or 30 or 100 years to completely destroy the United States or the planet in general, it's a drop in the bucket to these guys. They don't care. So that's why they're always pushing the agenda, pushing the hermaphroditic agenda, pushing this, pushing this. I mean, look at the perversion. Look at the sexual perversion right now. You know, I used to, and I've talked, I've joked about this in the past. You know, the Bible and Paul says, hey, stop going to orgies. Guess what? We have orgies again. They're called swingers clubs. We have them right now, and they're legal in most states. And people go there, and they basically have sex with anybody or anything, apparently. I mean, this is the craziest stuff I've ever seen. And this is the extent of the destruction of the nuclear family we talked about it yesterday how they destroy the nuclear family you know if a guy or a girl decides i'm gonna ask you guys a question i even said this back in college before i got saved if a guy's going out and having multiple sex partners every day if a girl's going out and having multiple sex partners every day what separates you from a dog in heat hmm let me ask you that question why are you any better? They, they tell you, they believe you that you're a dog, that you have no soul, that you're an animal. That's what they say to you. They, they want you to be that. They're trying to affirm that in you. So if they tell you that it's okay, I knew a guy up in North Carolina. Don't really associate with him, but he's the one to go party all the time down in Miami because North Carolina is a very, very Christian organ, you know, state where I live. This was the southwest corner of the place where I have, where I have my, my, my getaway place up there. And, you know, well, I'd stay up there for a few months at a time, and this guy was always flying to Miami, flying to Miami, flying to Miami, flying to the swingers clubs in Miami. Yeah, because that's the perversion. And see, these people are amongst us. 
they, 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 they go around amongst us and we think that they're normal because they don't talk about it to us because we think it's so perverted that we're going to say something to them and they know that. So rather than them coming out and having to deal with a confrontation with someone who's not like-minded, they hide it from you. These can be judges, attorneys, police officers. Heck, they could be in your own family. They could be family members that are estranged that you don't know what their lifestyle is. All of this stuff is going on all around us. It's the continual degradation of the human species. And I talked about the other day with the sex dolls on Friday show. Everybody's listening to that show. What's going on with that? How that's going to be used to reduce the population of the planet. How it's going to be used to usher in transhumanism. How it's going to be used to bring us into a Borg-type environment, into a hive mind controlled through a D-wave centralized computer. All of that stuff's happening right now. The problem is the vast majority of the population was completely and totally unaware of any of the stuff that was going on until the Internet hit. See, because of shows like this and other alt shows that are telling you the truth, the mainstream media no longer has a stranglehold on communication in the United States. They don't have that ability anymore. Now, they can censor us. We've seen that under Donald Trump. And notice Donald Trump didn't do anything. They can push red flag gun laws on us, and notice Donald Trump pushed them. They can bring us Fauci, and notice Donald Trump didn't fire him. They can lock us down for Easter. Notice Donald Trump locked us down for Easter last year and basically locked the entire country down. Oh, yeah, he did all that, too. He's the one who also pushed the red flag gun laws in Florida after Parkland, in which we now have to be concerned if somebody decides they don't like us anymore and they drop a dime on us for doing absolutely nothing to come take our guns away and have us basically stripped of our Second Amendment rights. That was, that was Donald Trump, too. Oh, let's not forget Operation Warp Speed. That's right. That's right. That was Donald Trump, too, wasn't it? He's still taking credit for that. And let's not forget that Donald Trump is still pushing vaccines. You have to understand. It's like Dawn said in that letter yesterday. We have to look to Jesus as the answer, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, the great I am. That's the only answer we've got. Now, there are a couple other stories I want to cover today. You know, here's a, and I want to say this because this is really important about water. Why do you need to drink more water? You know, I try to drink at least 100 ounces, which is close to a gallon of water every single day because I weigh around 195 pounds. And I try to – every time you see me, I'm always carrying a jug with me, a glass with me, a Yeti with me or something in order to allow myself to stay hydrated. Why is it? Everybody needs to be drinking at least two to three liters a day or about half your body weight in fluid ounces. So if you weigh 100 pounds, drink about 50 ounces a day. If you weigh 200 pounds, drink about 100 ounces a day. It's important that you maintain that to maintain hydration of the tissue. Why? Why is that so important? If you don't do that, your kidneys and your skin – your digestion, your brain power all start to get dehydrated. All of this stuff starts to affect your mood. It also, when you have to stay hydrated, you improve concentration and overall well-being. Remember, the human body consists of about 60 to 70% water. It's to important to maintain health and well-being by, 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 by health and well-being by drinking water. But remember, don't drink water that has chlorine or fluoride in it. You know, we have just distillation units available on the website which are good units. There's also RO water, which is available at almost every single grocery store out there. Bring your own jug, BPA-free, fill it up for about 25, 35 cents for reverse osmosis, and you can also drink that if you don't want to buy a distiller. But it's really important because it helps to maintain kidney health and it helps to flush out toxins, helps to get rid of all kinds of the poisons in the body. It'll increase your brain power, concentration, 
flush out unwanted toxins, improve digestion and gut health, maintain kidney health, improve or maintain healthy skin, decrease headaches and boost mood, and hydrate the body. So very important. Now, remember, when you start dumping fluoride and chlorine into your water, it has absolutely horrible effects on the thyroid gland. We had a lady who had been, I don't know if she still listens to the show or not, and years ago she was drinking one of these filters that basically is for emergency usage out of New York City, and it doesn't take all of the chemicals out. It takes out most of them, but it take out all of them. She's in all kinds of thyroid issues, and we tried to talk to her about it, and whether she ever listened or not, I don't know. But the point is you can't be putting fluoride and chlorine into your body. If you put these poisons in your body or if you don't get enough water, you're going to have all kinds of headaches, fatigue. It's going to be really difficult to stay focused and concentrate during the day. The kidneys, the gut, the digestive system simply don't work really well. The skin starts getting crepey and really dehydrated. You'll see it. It looks like crepe paper. It starts getting, like, sort of starts wrinkling up. Your mood gets negatively impacted and your energy levels decrease and you basically have all these poisons staying in your body. So it's so absolutely critical that you do this. And gut health is absolutely critical when you drink enough water. You have to stay hydrated. And guys, it's what the Nazis did in the concentration camps, you know, in Dachau and these other concentration camps. They couldn't get the inmates to take, basically take pills and drug them. So they put the fluoride in the water supply, which they had to drink to not die. And the fluoride caused them to become infertile and basically servile. Don't let them poison you with water. <laughs> I can't be any more blunt than that. Make sure you drink purified, either reverse osmosis or distilled water. Now, a little warning on distilled water. Do not buy distilled water in a store that's been stored in plastic. It's too much of a solvent. The water is. It's, it's looking for electrons, and it'll start to dissolve the plastic. You get plastic inside of the water, and it's going to taste really bad. If you have to buy it in a jug and you basically don't have a machine that you can get fresh water from, Always get reverse osmosis is better for you if you basically get it that way. Now, also stay away from spring water. Spring water has a lot of dissolved calcium in it, and you've got to avoid that because that inorganic calcium has a tendency to build up inside of your arteries, causing the condition we know as hardening of the arteries. Really, really important. In fact, Paul Bragg wrote a book, oh gosh, 50, 60 years ago. It's called The Shocking Truth About Water. We posted it on the website a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, and I'll, I'll stick it up there again. It's a PDF you can read for free. And it's just something that we need to understand that water is absolutely critical. And we've talked about this. You can go without sleep. You learn this in the Marine Corps. You can't go without water. You've got to stay hydrated if you want to function to prevent muscle cramps and all the other things that are associated with water deprivation. Austin, what are you thinking? What's your next story, bud? Absolutely. And that also includes back on what you were saying with that staying away from heavy calcium products as males. That also causes issues with blocking of the arteries. But staying prepped and staying prepared is absolutely crucial, especially with stuff that's going on. You, if you've heard this show, you've heard me for years. I've told you, you absolutely need to have backup food storage. You know, the organic food buckets that we have are incredible. If you don't want to buy those, at least start buying some canned foods or go buy some organic beans and rice from the store and can and store them properly in buckets. If you want to store up water, use either glass jugs or the BPA-free plexiglass jugs. We always, when I store my water, I always put a couple drops of the colloidal silver 
and a couple drops of the Aqua Trace. That gives it a good little extra mineral base, and also the colloidal silver kills any type of bacteria that may be left in the water so it doesn't form. Much, much healthier than putting chlorine in your stored water, because I'm not trying to drink chlorine, especially in an emergency. But I always recommend having at least, at least a gallon a day per person for a week for everybody that's in your family. So if you have four people in your family, that's 28 gallons of water for a week. And you go, that seems like a lot of water. Trust me. You start functioning outside. You start running around outside. You start doing work outside. You start cutting down trees from a hurricane. You start doing patrols outside, making sure the neighborhood's safe. You're going to be going through a lot of water. Remember, this is just pot. This is just basically drinking water. Now, if you want to, if you're getting, if you have access to other water that you can use for like cooking food, you can always boil it and cook the food. And if you don't want to use that, same thing with uh, showers. We have our shower filters. You know, you can basically use to make sure the water's clean for the shower. But you don't want to be using your drinking water for showers and stuff like that simply because you'll waste it way too fast. But having access to water and food is crucial. What's going on is now these the bankers, these group of individuals that are trying to come after the country and take its knees out, which is what they're going to try for an attempt right now. They're betting that the vast majority of the populace, even a lot of the gun owners, are not going to be prepared for what's about to happen in the next coming years. You can already see what's going on with inflationary policy, with the amount of money that's being dumped into the markets, with the amount of money that's being put out with these stimulus policies. The inflationary rates is already starting to rear its ugly head. You can see that heavily in the vehicle industry and also in the housing industry right now. Everything's going up. Everything. Tires are going up. Aluminum's going up. All this stuff is going up. You know, gold and silver are starting to go back up again. They can only short them so far. You saw last week they shorted gold down to like 1682. And it's funny, I had a buddy of mine who's real heavy in the markets. He said they will not slap it below 1680 right now. And that was weeks ago. And all of a sudden it hit like 1682. Bam, rebounded right back up again, another $40, $50. Because remember, these are shorts in the market. You go try to buy physical gold for 1680 an ounce, good luck. You'll never find it anywhere for that. Any place, nobody will sell it to you for that. So this is what they're trying to do is get as much control of the industry, the businesses, the agriculture, the just the economy. So when everything starts to go down, they expect people not to be prepared for it. Don't be unprepared. Continue to have backups for what you need and how you need them. I'm still waiting on my generator. I got a whole house generator with a giant 500-gallon propane system that's going in my house here in the next like three months. They're so backed out right now. The closest distributor I could find from these was like four and a half months out. The longest was eight months out for these generators. I went, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'll just have to wait because I know what happens in Florida. And I've been building my house. I'm just now starting to get finished up over the last two and a half years. And I'm at a point now where I'm like, listen, this is crucial. You have to be able to go in and basically keep the house running if you need to do it. And the best thing to do if you have a generator is at night, shut it off. If you don't need it, you can run stuff on some backup battery power, which is very easy. Keep it charged in the wall during the day when the generator's on. By 6, 7 o'clock at night when the sun starts going down, shut the system off. That way it preserves a significant amount of propane. You don't need to be running the generator for another 8, 9, 10, 12 hours at night when everybody's sleeping. Put a couple battery-powered fans on. That's all you need. Always have backup flashlights and backup batteries. Have backup flashlights in every main area of your house. I usually have them in all my main drawers. You can also have the rechargeable batteries as far as in the flashlight. So those are in the wall charging all day at night if you need them. You got them. During the day when the generator's back on, put them in. There's all types of different things you can do to stay prepared, and the problem with it is the concept of self-sufficiency has eluded a lot of the country now. And as you can see, 
with what we saw last year. People go, well, I, I, I can't be responsible for my health. You, you have to be responsible for my health. You have to wear a mask to protect me. You know, that concept was so asinine, I could never get over it when I'd hear people say that. I would just start laughing hysterically and walk off when everybody would say that. Oh, yeah, you need to be wearing a mask. You're dangerous to everybody. I'm like, okay, <laughs> have fun, buddy, and just walk off. Because the problem is when somebody says something to you like that, I learned a long time ago, there's no place to argue with them. If they are that ignorant and that far into a delusional level of psychosis, you are never going to reach through to them. Never. It was like that lady in that that um, school school meeting the other day. It was basically upon the school board, and she's sitting there, has this mask sucked on her face, super tight, and she's trying to yell through it because she's so upset that they're not trying to force mask mandates further on the kids. And she's sitting there out of breath. <gasps> you guys heard it the other day. I mean, it was it was it was almost funny if it wasn't so sad. But that's how some people are, and I brought this up a few months ago in an article about delusional psychosis. It is a very real thing. When somebody is in a delusional state, they do not live in reality. So when you do not go along with their fabricated delusional state, they freak out because then all of a sudden they have this this conflict in their brain where you're not following their delusional state and you're going against it, meaning you're out to get them, and they start having this, these fits of paranoia rage. It's very real, my friends. So that's why, again, I encourage people, live mask-free, breathe fresh air. I have not complied at all for the entire time. I refuse to, and I got so much flack about it last year. I have got flack about it from listeners, from people emailing me when I was on the show last summer, just chewing me out. And, of course, I just delete. I just delete all those emails. As soon as I get into the beginning of an email and somebody's already just trying to chew me out about nothing, and you can tell it's already coming from a state of just blind ignorance, I don't even rebuttal it. Now, if it's somebody talking to me about a topic, I don't mind discussing and rebuttaling. We'll have an email, can, you know, string back and forth. But when people just want to sit there and chew me out because they don't like what I say, there's always this button called pause. You don't have to listen to me if you don't want. I encourage people to do your own research. So does dad. I've tell people for years on the show, go out and do your own research. Dad and I do so much work all the time, pulling up articles, pulling up research, all types of stuff. Just like I told you guys yesterday with Dr. Cole, who basically is a doctor out of Idaho who has seen over 350,000 patients. And he blatantly said, we do not have a flu or a cold season. We have a low vitamin D season. And he goes on to say the highest factors for COVID are individuals that are obese and have low vitamin levels of D. And also, too, extreme elderly with multiple comorbidities. This is what we saw. And so until people wake up and drop the delusional state and say, okay, listen, this is what's going on. This is what we need to do to address the situation. Now we can finally have a realistic, true-based conversation about what we need to do go from here. And that's what we did in Florida last year, hence why Florida is at the bottom of the list with COVID cases, and we've been open. We defy the entire narrative for every other democratically-led, communist-controlled state in the entire country. We do it right here in front of everybody. We've done it. So that's why I don't believe the hype anymore. Also, too, in other news, speaking of complete and total lying hype, as sad as it is for me to say now, there's been two more reported deaths of teachers in Sicily, Italy. The AstraZeneca now has officially changed their name of the experimental COVID injection shot to now the Vaxaviria to help salvage its reputation and sales. Unfortunately, the rebranding has not stopped 
what is quickly approaching genocide in Italy now. Two more teachers have now died shortly after the injection. Miss Augusta received the first dose of the AstraZeneca shot on March 11th. She basically claimed she started having severe headaches that she could no longer function. She was admitted in the hospital on March 24th. She basically died from a cerebral hemorrhage. Died. Another blood clot. Another another individual teacher, Miss Cinzia Panillo, was a science professor. She received her first shot of AstraZeneca on March 17th. By March 24th, she was admitted to the hospital in a critical condition, had swelling headaches, and could not breathe. She basically died a few days later. Now, this is sad, and my condolences go to the families that are involved in this because this doesn't have to happen. This is needless. This is needless death, my friends. You know, I mean, the one teacher was basically, uh, what was she? She was 55 years old, and the other teacher was 46 years old. These people were young still. They, they, this was not supposed to happen yet. And the problem is, the same thing Do, uh, Dr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said. He said, once you take this injection, there is no more salvaging we can do for you because we don't know what this gene editing is going to do to your body. Some people are getting the injection. They're getting a sore spot on their shoulder. They feel crappy for a day or two, and they're okay. Other people are getting this injection. They're falling down and basically going into convulsions and cardiac arrest within 30 minutes to an hour after you inject it. It's a full spread. But what it tells me, with the hundreds of thousands of adverse events in Europe, the hundreds of thousands of adverse events in the UK, the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of events in the United States, along with the thousands of deaths globally directly related to these shots, it tells me this is not a safe injection under any circumstances and is not, should not be used on the general populace ever until they actually want to do some long-term primate and ferret testing for years which they always require vaccines to have done, and they've skipped out now into two months of a phase three trial, this whole thing needs to be halted, and everybody needs to stand up and say no. Now the bumbling buffoon Biden says, I think by April 17th, everybody's going to be able to get the injection now. It's not going to be limited to older adults. Everybody's going to have access to the virus, the, the, the virus, Freudian slip there, to this vaccine they allegedly call it, which is a experimental RNA injection. So now we're about to see the real, true compliance individuals in the country who are willing to go against all scientific basis, to go against all reasoning, and inject themselves with an experimental RNA shot just because they've been told they should do so. Now we're going to see how this plays out in the general populace over the next couple of weeks, Dad. What do you think? Well, you know, I, yesterday I, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a pilot, and he works, you know, around the country. And uh, he told me, he goes, well, I'm getting ready. I'm getting the vaccine next week. And uh, this guy's like 42 years old. And I looked at him, I said, you're getting the vaccine? I said, have you done any research about why it's dangerous? And he goes, well, no. I said, is there anything that I can say that would change your mind about taking? And he goes, uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I said, you know, there's like 6,000 people dead globally because of this vaccine. He goes, oh, I didn't know that. And I said, well, can I send you some literature about the vaccine and the side effects and the hundreds of thousands of people that have been put in hospitals because of it? He goes, oh, well, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll look at it. And of course, I sent him about six or eight links last night. Of course, I got zero response. So you think, did he read them? I don't know. I'll talk to him next time I see him, see if he took the vaccine. See, it's like you said, Austin, a lot of people just get a sore shoulder for a couple of days. No big deal. But it's still going in there and changing your DNA. Just thought I'd mention that just in passing. 
it's changing you into something else. <laughs> and if you get exposed to another type of coronavirus, your body may not be able to deal with it whatsoever. You may end up with septus. This is what happened with the animal study. So just be really, really careful with all of this stuff. By the way, good news, by the way, good news now. Netflix, the unbelievably weirdo <laughs> movie channel, has lost over 31% of its market share the past year despite adding more than 36 million new users as its competitors game Steam. So they're down 31% of their market share, and quite frankly, I couldn't be happier for Netflix. The stuff that comes out on Netflix, some of it is so filthy and so disgusting that it's almost hard to believe that this kind of stuff can come out and basically be seen by the general population and not have rioting in the streets. By the way, uh, Wayne Allen Root, he's been on the show before. He but wrote an article, and he says, lessons from an SOB. Now, when he says that, he's the son of a butcher. <laughs> I kid you not, his grandfather was a butcher. And so he says, lessons from an SOB. He says, MLB, Major League Baseball, Delta, and the Catholic Church are at war with us, of course, with the, the all-star games and the playoff games being moved from, you know, from Georgia now because of the fact that they want to have real voter IDs. And Delta Airlines just publicly condemned those same Georgia voter ID laws. And then you think, well, what else is going on with the Catholic Church? Why is Wayne against the Catholic Church? Well, you know, the, the, the Catholic Church are interesting. A person can come in there during confession and tell you that they've killed all these people. But that sacrosanct, the priest can never disclose anything because they can't do that. They have to take the confession to the grave. That's what they believe. But yet days ago, Father Milton Ryan, a priest of the Holy Trinity Church in Dallas, he ratted out his own parishioner, not because he was a mass murderer or a pedophile. Ryan called the police on a pregnant Catholic wife and mother of a one-year-old for not wearing a mask at church. I'm not kidding. She was dragged out of the church by the police, pregnant with a one-year-old, and she was threatened with arrest. Church authorities, authorities took photos of her license plate, and she was informed that she would never be welcomed back to the church again. And, and Wayne says this, and he's a Christian. What would Jesus say? Is this a spiritual way to treat a member of your church, a pregnant mother, not wearing a mask, now a crime worse than a pedophile priest or a murderer to the Catholic Church? Wow. Good article, Wayne. I'm posting this on the website. And uh, I tell you what, he was on our show years ago. He, he disclosed a lot of stuff about how the politicians are blackmailed in D.C. So, guys, I love you. I had the opportunity again and the privilege to pray for you today. You know, always remember that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it, regardless of priests throwing people out of the church, regardless of cops throwing people out of Easter services. It doesn't make any difference. We have to stand against all of that stuff. But remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I love you guys. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And Thanks for listening. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Consent is always voluntary. Just say no to a lot of the stuff they're trying to do and continue to stand up for your rights and your belief, as we've seen so many begin to do now in this country over the last year. Thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. We are always trying to do the best we can to keep you guys with the highest quality supplements and nutrients. Got a lot of new stuff planned this year, stuff in the works, and we're continuing to try to bring you guys the highest 
quality supplements we can continue to build and manufacture on a regular basis. So be sure to check those out on the website at healthmasters.com. Again, you have the virus protection kit, which is incredibly good to keep a strong immune system all across the board. The gastrogest on sale for 10% off. And be sure to check out the product of the week for what you want to see win tomorrow. We're continuing to keep up this fight, and we will for as long as we physically can. Dad and I have both agreed on that now. This is something that is not an option anymore because, as we've said repeatedly, tyrants don't hand back freedom. Once they grasp and they start to steal from you your God-given rights, they don't just give it back because you ask peacefully. You have to take it back from them and say, no, my consent will not be given. I will not listen, nor will I comply. This is my resolve on this topic. So I encourage everybody to continue to do the same. I told you about it in uh, April. I think it's April 27th. There's going to be a big meeting of the Polk County School Board down here in Central Florida. Ted and I will be going to that. I don't know as far as being able to speak at this one. I'm sure it's going to be very, very busy. I'm going to try to speak tonight at our city commissioner one involving these storage unit debacle. Um, but the Polk County School Board one, I will be going down there at least for support in removing the mask mandates from the Polk County school system. This has gotten way out of hand, and these kids do not deserve this. Even though I'm not in the public school system, I'm still going down there to support them because this is beyond just insanity now, causing these kids to continue to strap these face masks and reduce their oxygen. As I've told you, numerous doctors of research Oxygen deprivation in young children is irreversible. It causes all types of long-term health issues, including cognitive function and brain damage in the future. This is being used as a horrific tool to dumb down our kids, in my opinion. Not acceptable to me under any circumstances. Thank you again for the continued support. Continue to stand your ground and hold your convictions, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.